0: to Live in Law in L.A. I'm Shannon Egan, together with my co-host, Neil Gogger. Today we sit down with our two newest first-year associates, Karina Putieva and Andrea Chavez. We're going to discuss what it's like to be a brand new first-year associate, including their thoughts on the bar exam and working in big law.
1: Have both of you been sworn in now? You're like officially officers at the court and all that?
2: They are official. yes.
1: did you guys have your
2: swearing in ceremonies? Very exciting. I had my ceremony. I just went to the second, 42nd floor and had Maria. Yep, yep. She just swore me in. It was very quick. Yeah. I was not going to fly up to Berkeley. No, same.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Have you gotten your bar numbers yet? No. No. Oh, okay. Which is distressing. Oh, you'll get it eventually.
0: (laughs) Yeah, passing the the actual exam is the hard part. Don't worry about getting your number.
1: Yeah, the number will come. (laughs) Um, So how did you feel about, like, were were either of you nervous that you weren't going to pass?
0: Uh,
3: Kar- Karina I?
1: saw me.
0: <laughs> the look was, Andrea just gave. <laughs> I
1: was a wreck. You were a wreck. I was. Did you, you really thought you weren't going to pass? Like, what, what? If you had to put a percentage on it, what would that percentage be?
3: Like sixty really
1: yeah. so you thought it was more well, likely than not you weren't going to pass
3: i feel like i've been skating through life <laughs> like
1: i've been just getting away with stuff
3: and i was like maybe this isn't the time it's okay. gonna catch
0: up at all this yeah. The yeah moment yeah
1: so this wasn't something it. where like something went disastrous <laughs> no, no no i but just thought it was you were just like it's time for it all to come to bear right. it's all gonna happen had at too once Much good luck in my life
2: <laughs> well okay. the moment of reckoning has not happened and you are still good to go
1: <laughs> very nice so what was your reaction to passing
2: well, our um the way
3: it came out was really weird. Oh yeah. Like the website wasn't working oh, and then no. this like they like they spent like a half an hour trying to like, upload it and then they sent out a PDF to everyone where you had to like check your bar number. Okay. So there wasn't any like relief. It was just kind of like, yeah, "Is you, this me? Like, is this the right list? You what just am I looking at?" Control
2: F for like a six-digit number. It was so cruel. It was not in any order. Yeah. So you had to just be like, "I think this is my number." Like, <laughs> I, I don't remember. I can't remember all the digits now. This okay. seems like it. I didn't control F. I just scrolled
1: slowly. Oh, so 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 oh you could, God, you could just... search by both. So you're like they give you the ID number, right? <laughs> right. But yes. then you could also say if it said like Andrea Chávez, you could also look or no, no just numbers, just numbers, no. Oh, That's okay. why I it was, it was like well, more later, stressful. Well, later,
2: I think later they did that because I I like triple checked because I wasn't sure because it was just the number and it eventually was just like this name appears on the past list. But that wasn't until like six forty five, so that was a yeah. long time to be kind of like okay. I think I'm certain, but
1: so eventually the website went back up.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But we never I never had that moment of like yeah I did it right. yeah.
1: <laughs> but what, 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 what was it? A feeling of excitement? Was it relief? What was what was like the main emotion you were feeling?
2: Did you cry? No, I didn't. I totally cried. Really? But I think it was like a cry of, like, I was so frustrated that I didn't know. So Mm -hmm. it was a cry of relief. relief. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't like, I didn't feel like very happy. It was just like almost a cry remembering like, this was so unnecessarily hard. Why did they make me do this? (laughs) Like tears streaming down my face. It wasn't. Yeah. But it was also like, then I was just happy.
3: Yeah, exactly. I went and got drinks with my friends who passed later, and that
1: was really fun. Okay, so so you actually... See, I had the same plan. I was was all about, yeah, I'm going to go out and do this and that and the other, and I was so exhausted that... I had like a drink or two With some folks in the office Because well, again That's my whole thing Is I checked oh, it in the yeah. office
0: That which is bold
1: <laughs> Which was questionable But yeah. it, it worked out But I didn't I like all this Like oh, I'm going to meet my friends Over here to that I was like no I was so mm. exhausted I like went home And fell asleep in five minutes
0: When I took When I checked my results I was in East Coast time So it didn't come up Till 9pm first of all Which oh, gave me The a whole long, day Yeah so I had yeah. a few times ta- Like quite a bit of time To have some drinks So by the time I actually Checked my results I input the number incorrectly and it doesn't say this isn't enough numbers it says this name does not appear on the pass list for one of the following reasons. And the first one is you did not pass the exam or, and it lists, you know, 10 other reasons.
1: Or you just can't enter a six digit number incorrectly. six numbers is
0: just too many for you, which was my circumstance. So I, I entered it like three times incorrectly and my mom was like, it has to be, it has to be wrong. You did it wrong. And I was like, no mom, I'm crying because I thought I failed, but it all turned out fine.
1: All right. Yeah. Very nice. So, so when did either of you know you wanted to be a lawyer? Let, let's hear from Karina first.
2: <laughs> um, I think I actually didn't. So I did a thing after well after college where I like worked with a nonprofit that happened to be legal aid. So I did legal aid work before wanting to do any sort of legal work, and I just loved it, and I realized that you can do a lot more if you're not a paralegal and an actual attorney. Um, but I think for a long time, I was just like, no, I'm not going to be a suit. I'm going to like be out there with the grassroots, helping people. Um, so that turned out exactly like I planned, and that's exactly what I'm doing <laughs> today. you are, big law. Yeah, here I am in big law. Um, but yeah, I also just... I don't know, there's a certain part of it that I've always liked taking apart language And um, like literary theory And later on when I came to law school I realized that like case law And applying them to the facts Is a lot like that Like kind of trying to read something through a lens So um, yeah I guess it was a long time coming But it was not until much later I thought I was going to be like a women's studies PhD For a really long time okay. So this is very similar to that Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, every day
1: Basically the same
2: I think when I first realized I want to be a lawyer was
3: when I summered here. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I okay. was like, okay, I can do this. Because <laughs> I kind of went to law school. I wanted to get my PhD, and I was doing like a bunch of research, mm-hmm. like biology research. And I didn't like that. Um, and one of my professors was just like, hey, you can you know do a lot with the environment if you go to law school and become a lawyer and become an environmental lawyer. And I was like, okay, that sounds mm-hmm. like something I really want to do. But I summered... Um, I like an environmental firm my first summer and I really didn't like it there okay. and so I was like oh maybe this isn't for me and then when I came to Nixon and the work I was doing here I was kind of like I can do this and I think like
1: since working here I have realized that I really made the right choice
0: i okay. good to hear I like to hear
1: that <laughs> that is and I, I think it's interesting because it uh you know i I, 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 was, I was sent out that email earlier today about the national like mock trial competition that they have in college and stuff and more and more not that i hang out with a lot of college kids. Like, oh sure. When sure. I run in when I when I when I go to these things and you talk to like college students, it's amazing how many people you talk to and ask that question to and they're like, oh well I was in like the pre-law society when I was fourteen in high school. I was like I mean if you had told me if you had told me at twenty seven that I would be a lawyer, I would have like laughed in your face. Um, and so I don't know like maybe this is like the last generation of people coming organically to the law. Maybe. I mean there always will yeah. be. But yeah. I think it's it's really Shifting away from that. I think they ways. push kids a lot earlier to kind of figure out, pick out, a, pick do. a path. Yeah, right? those
2: helicopter parents. Oh yeah, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I was one of those though. In like high school, I was like, you know, doing mock trials and all that, and I was like, I'll be a lawyer someday, and mm. I was certain of it. Took, I picked my major in undergrad before I even got to undergrad because it was, you know, a residence program, so you had to apply at, like, 17 or whatever that was. Wow. And I stuck with that major. I was wow. just, like, overly committed. Maybe I should have thought this through somewhere along the line. It of course. See, now stopped. I've stopped offended train, my yeah. co-host. This is terrible. I Yeah, I'm done. I'll <laughs> leave now.
1: You're gonna leave. All right. <laughs> the uh, Well, actually, a good question with the, the parents and families. Do either of you have any lawyers in the family?
0: Oh, yeah. My mom's a lawyer.
1: Okay. Oh, nice. I
0: did not she know must that. be so proud. But she
3: never really pushed me to yeah. All right. <laughs> just, like turn back. So <laughs> no. in
1: either direction, it wasn't like do not do this or you should do this
3: It's interesting. My mom's a lawyer. My dad's a professor. But neither of them really talk about what they do very much. They're just like my parents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they never push me to do.
1: And and what was your perception of, like, what being a lawyer was when you were, like, a kid and your mom was going off to work?
3: Well, my mom did um, legal research for the courts. So, it wasn't, like, working Uh, at a firm. It was very different. Uh, But I do remember her coming home, because she would have to read, like, all the briefs and Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a stack of paper that was, (laughs) like, a foot high. And I'd be like, I don't want to do that.
2: (laughs) What about you any lawyers in the family? No, not that I know of. Uh I, no, I My so I, I'm an immigrant. So my my parents are my dad like works in IT and my mom mm-hmm. um does some sort of engineering like physics related <laughs> i'm not sure so they were both like heartbroken when i majored in english oh, just yeah. like especially for russians like you're either um i'm a doctor or mm-hmm. you like work for google so this was Those like the sh- option and i'm an only <laughs> child like you know oh, they didn't a have the cat rushing. back then mm-hmm. so um yeah but they were very relieved that i went to a graduate school <laughs> and <had> my degree <laughs> turned it around and like yeah it was exactly
3: i think parents okay. are relieved too <laughs> it's,
2: and you guys have been here as
0: lawyers for a month and a half now. Is that right? Yes. yes. Right, so. so a month and a half in, how does it feel? Is it different than you expected? Different than your summer?
3: I feel like I've been here forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know no. if that's a good
1: or a bad That feeling continues. Yeah. It's okay.
3: I can't believe it's only been a month and a half. Like, that is crazy mm-hmm. to me. Um, I just think about everything that I've done, like, all these new, I made a little list, like, request for protection, interrogatories, you know, writing declarations. This is all stuff, like, I never Mm -hmm. learned how to do in law school. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy to me that in the first month, you, like, learn so much.
0: Right. Like I can't imagine, right. like the
3: first year the first, you know, five right. years. It's, no, like, what I'm going to learn. Because
0: I feel like my experience in my first year being, like, a full year in now. Woo, and I was, everything I did, I was like, God, I wish someone would have taught me this. Or God, And even here, people can try to break down, okay, this is how you do X, Y, and Z. But it's not till you're in the middle of it that you realize all the things you don't know how to do. Mm -hmm. And within like a month and two months, the number of skills you start building up is insane. It's like drinking from a fire hose. And it's kind of exciting, though, because I feel like there's like some... Like, I felt like at the end of my first year, I kind of felt... My learning curve getting a little less steep, mm-hmm. and you know there's some excitement to being able to learn so much. I think every day and like doing a first every. I feel like every day is a first for you guys, no, right? Exactly, now. and me too. Yeah.
1: I, it has to be in stages, though, right? Because mm-hmm. I've always I always thought that about law schools. Like the purpose of going to law school is not to learn how to practice law, right? right. That you pick a law firm or you pick whatever you're going to be doing in order to learn that. Right. And the purpose of law school, I always thought, is just is to like build up your tolerance for nonsense. <laughs> right? Just like you're gonna you're gonna be able to put up with long hours, you're going to be able to put up with just like crazy demands and like irrational demands, Mm -hmm. and you're like, all right, I'm going to subsume all this and do the job. (laughs) And you you learn that discipline through law school, and then you actually learn the skill set when you actually start practicing.
0: Right. No, I I think that's true. There's no way to learn, even... Even if someone taught exactly the practice area you're going to be in, all, most, many of the things you need to know is the preferences of the people you're working with mm-hmm. and, you know, how they like things done and what they mean when they ask for a certain thing. And those things they like, can't be taught. And that's, I think, what makes you a good, really good junior associate is being able to anticipate what the people around you need. Right, and I don't right. know how to teach that,
1: and, and in some ways, learning to emulate them. Yeah, right, right, is because yeah. I, I always thought that was one of the most challenging. When I when I went at the firm that I started out, I was the only first year associate when I started, and I was in the a uh, litigation group that had. I don't know, maybe eight partners or something like that. And so the hardest challenge wasn't actually the nuts and bolts of, oh, this rule of procedure and that. Right. It was, Absolutely. I've got to l- learn how to write and sound like eight different people mm-hmm. which exactly. and, and learn their quirks. And, and, you know, the law tolerates quirks in a way that other professions really don't. Mm-hmm. Like if you went to a hospital and someone's like, no, I like to draw blood this way, they'd be mm-hmm. like, all right, get out of here. But here, <laughs> you know, in the law, they, these quirks are encouraged in some ways.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you guys found that in your... Your practice with the people you're working with so far. And obviously, you don't have to answer this, I know you guys. You know, might
2: work with people who listen, but... <laughs> um, yes, I work for people, two people in particular, mm-hmm. who have very different styles okay. of communication, mm-hmm. and that has definitely been something that I, like, have learned, and, like, I pride myself on kind of, like, understanding now how to do that. Yeah. Um, but that's 100% true. It's so it's funny to the point where you're, like, your brain feels a little bit schizophrenic. You're like, which one is this person? Okay, they want no response. No, they want a response. Which one is it? Exactly. So... Um, mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, that's a good skill to to juggle. And I think that, Neil, you're really right in terms of, like, law school teaching you how to just, like, thinking about it as a sprint, not a marathon. I mean, marathon, not a sprint. And so just sort of, like, putting in those long hours and also keeping track of those really little things, like how somebody likes an email written, that becomes more second nature the more we do this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it's hard, too, in this
0: uh, environment, especially as a first year, there's a lot of... Um like last minute requests, because by the time it gets to you, it's usually an emergency or it's usually, you know, pretty last minute. So trying to keep sight of the details and the finish line when you're first year is a lot, and juggling, you know, all the requests coming in, mm-hmm. I think is a pretty difficult task that no one teaches you explicitly, but I think law school's kind of like that too. So maybe it does teach you in that way.
1: Yeah.
0: No. And what about the bar exam? Do you feel like that was reflective of anything you've done here? Because that was not my experience.
2: I guess just sitting down for you know, nine hours <laughs> at a time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Got really good at sitting. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, no, that's about it. <laughs> and as, like, recent graduates, do you feel... Do you wish...
0: It, do you think it would make more sense if the standard were lowered a little bit? Because I think that there's been some discussion in California in particular about how difficult it is to pass. And having just passed both of you, I mean, now that you're on the other side, you can say whatever you want about it. Do you think <laughs> that it was fair
2: or reflective of you know, what the standard should be? That's a tough question. Because I think if I didn't pass, I would feel very salty about that and blame the system. Yeah, um, I do think that there's something to be said for us having such a low passage rate just nationwide.
1: Mm-hmm. It
2: can't. I mean, I know we have you know a lot a lot less strict regulations about who can take the bar, and but I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Andrea? I don't know. I
3: I, I would need to look at like all the data.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like
3: to start okay. off with, because I do know like we have all those schools that. Aren't um, what's it called? Accredited, accredited. Right, yeah, exactly. And I feel like that probably influences the passage mm-hmm. rate a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I would like to look at like
1: kids coming from schools that are accredited, how that compares the to their yeah. Right. Yeah, no, that's a good
0: point.
1: And I will say this: the the folks who go to uh, unaccredited law schools and then start practicing are often some of the most formidable. Uh, attorneys you face, because you, you can't look at this, you can't look at something like, oh, they went to such and such school or whatever, because then you realize, oh, wait a minute, this is the guy who is in the 5% who passed. Right. <laughs> He's the top 5%. He's a killer, right? <laughs> right. And that's going to be, all right, that's going to be something. Um, so uh, have, have there been any misconceptions that you thought about the legal practice that have maybe already been corrected for you in in a month and a half?
3: I definitely thought people were going to be, like, more mean.
1: Oh, we can totally fix that. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're going to have to step
1: in. up. Yeah. Because like, you just
3: hear horror stories. Like, the whole time you're in law school, it's just about how, like, intense law firms yeah. are, and partners are just going to be, like, screaming at you all the time, like, mm-hmm. calling you at 12 p.m. or like, twelve a.m. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, and at 12 like, p.m. <laughs> what are 12. you, getting lunch?
3: For? <laughs> um, yeah. And that just has not happened to me at all. Yeah. I think everyone's really respectful of your time and your, like, weekends mm-hmm. and...
2: I agree yeah I thought I was Mm -hmm. going to I was preparing to be I was like no you know what the summer was fun but that's not real life it's going to be miserable and it's (laughs) going to be miserable for at least a year and it's actually been really great like I'm pretty happy most mornings when I'm like I get to go to work and do something that's new and I mean I think part of it is just being in a new environment and learning as Andrea was saying like today I get to do something I've never done before Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe that wanes (laughs) over the years
1: and part of it might be the exposure that you're getting i mean you're both getting to do actual legal work i mean are are you hearing from friends at other law firms about their experiences and do they differ from what you're having here
3: yeah i just talked to one of my friends he said he goes in at like 11 and gets out at four Okay. Because like, he, he's doing transactional. Okay. he's like, we're just like oh. not busy. So he's like, I haven't done anything since okay. I started. And I was like, that yeah. must feel weird. Like, a weird that way to start right. off your career. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't think I'd like that very much. No. And then I have other friends who have just done doc review and pulled, like, all-nighters just doing doc review.
1: Okay. Yeah, oh,
2: God. yeah a lot of doc review. A lot of doc review. That's basically what yeah. I've heard. Of a lot of friends doing doc review and just, like, cra- just grueling, grueling hours. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah, well, I think... Um, at least here the hope is that you you stick
0: around and i think that that those kind of schedules are hard to maintain you know right. They're working 24 hours a day you can't possibly do forever mm-hmm. so I don't know,
1: well it's very telling that there's two of you right yeah, right i mean there's a lot of law firms where they start out with 14 first-year associates because mm-hmm. they know that within a year eight of them will be gone and in two years yeah. you know 13 of them will be gone right and I think that this one thing this firm does very well is to try to identify people and then really invest in them. Right. So that really helps. Um, so speaking about that, what what do each of you want to get out of being an attorney? So why are you doing this?
2: That's big picture. That's,
1: it's real big. We're gonna yeah. go. We're going. to we are going we are going as big going as we deep, can get. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're getting existential. Why are we here?
2: so how long term like are you saying like why am i here like over the course of my life why am i here like just today to i mean it's already
0: yeah. 5 p.m on oh. a friday
1: right. i mean you know, right <laughs> no i mean it's like you said i mean you have to i think everyone gets out of bed every morning like you said and they go yeah. to work and they have to figure out something and so the question is what get what keeps you coming back right like what is the is it the satisfaction of what you're doing is it the money is it the relationships is it you know and and, and what are the kind of goals for you as you keep doing this what do you want to get out of it
2: I think it's the opportunity to master something. Like, I I like the notion of... And also becoming a much better writer. That's such a
0: good answer, to become a master of something.
2: (laughs) I mean, that's what we're aiming for, right? Mastery. Not kind of understanding everything, but just, like, Mm -hmm. finding out what it is that kind of drives you, that you enjoy and are maybe kind of good at, that you can get really, really good at. Right. And then just, like, master that. I think that, to me, is really exciting. Um, I also would love to at some point go to court and argue. My dream would be to argue in front of like an appellate you know, judge.
1: That'll happen, trust me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's happening next month. (laughs) Yeah, you just don't know it yet. Exactly. (laughs) So I don't know about
3: long term yet. I was actually just thinking about this today, how it's like interesting like for the past four years, you're like, okay, I'm gonna become a lawyer. Right. And now that I am a lawyer, I'm like, what am I gonna do with now? this? Right. You know, like now yeah. I have to actually start thinking about my, the bigger picture in the future. Um, but I know for like day to day, I just like feeling like I'm improving. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every day. And mm-hmm. that's happening so much here. Right. Mm-hmm. That I really like that feeling. Um, and that makes me excited for work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah um,
3: but that's like obviously on the really short right. term. <laughs>
1: no, and I think you, I- you identified something really you know, interesting, which is that you know, the law tends to attract very high achieving people and people who like to be able to measure themselves by benchmarks. Right. Mm-hmm. So they go, they get into college, they do well in college, they get into a, a good law school, they go to law school, they flourish there, they go through the interview process, they find a job, they get the job, they study for the bar, they pass the bar. Right, and then it's like, okay, great. Now you get to do this Four. for the next right 30, <laughs> thirty years, forty years, right? And there's no longer. I mean, you're going to have benchmarks in your career. Or you're going to have a trial here, or you're going to have some other things, you know, that happen. Uh, but th- there's really no big like explosion of confetti now for the next forty right. years. So what are you going to do with those forty years, right? Like, how are you going to Make that process worthwhile for you And I think it's a fascinating question That every lawyer has to answer for themselves
0: Yeah and there's something too I found in the first year I kept waiting for like The end of Like okay the deal's done Like check But like it never really There's no There's no end point Like natural breaks in the, you know, fiscal year either, because right. I think you get so used to, like, living life semester by semester, and you finish, and those classes are behind you, and then you move on, but here, it's a one long, continuous stretch, and it's hard. It is an endurance, you know, race, like you were saying, and it's hard to adjust to that, I think, yeah. so having these skills, like, getting one skill and checking that off the list, that's kind of a good way to, I think, keep that same satisfaction.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think, and over time, you're going to identify, like, I, the, the benchmarks, I think, are there, they just become less obvious, right? And so, if, you know, for example, I think you, you do this for a couple of years, and all of a sudden, you realize, oh, okay, I do know how to do this, right? And you're now no longer trying to struggle for functionality, you're trying to, you know, achieve mastery at something, even if it's a small skill, right? Or one day, you wake up, and you're supervising another attorney. And now this is a new whole universe of things you've got to learn how to do. And, you know, so I think, that all does come with time um hopefully
0: yeah absolutely
1: how about favorite lawyer tv shows either
3: i don't watch tv anymore
1: no you're done with <laughs> good it good for you no honestly i i'm the same in that once i started practicing the it drove me nuts i couldn't do it yeah like watching bad lawyering on television oh, yeah Every law, every episode of Law and Order, I was like, "Well, if the defense attorney would just show up or object once." <laughs> See,
0: I have no <laughs> reference point. I'm like, "Yeah, seems legit." Like that's what you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we, we need TV shows about transactional oh, attorneys. Oh, yeah,
0: real exciting stuff. She sat at her desk for nine more hours. Like <laughs> the <lined>. end.
1: <laughs> we're gonna have a merger in three months. Yeah, it sweeps.
0: <laughs> Run 1,000 red lines. The end.
1: <laughs> Very good. Well, I think we're running a little short on time, but it's been great talking to both of you, uh, both of you. And I hope that you'll come back in maybe, you know, uh, a year, a little bit longer, and we'll see uh, where you're at then.
0: Yeah, and impart your wisdom on us. That's right.
1: (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much. Thanks
0: for having
3: us. Take care.
1: This has been To Live and Law in LA. The views expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of Nixon Peabody LLP and should not be construed as legal advice. This podcast is not intended to create a lawyer-client relationship, and listeners should not act upon anything expressed without seeking professional counsel. This podcast may constitute attorney advertising under various state ethics rules, and prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome.